Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <clears throat> Boom. Yo, yo, yo. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, hold on. Got my audio mixed up. If you can hear me, but uh, audio's an issue. Hold on a second. It's coming through the wrong way. Take a headset. There we go. How about now? I can hear you. All right, perfect. Yeah, I had the uh, speakers going out over my computer speakers and not my headset, so... We are all good to go now. Let me uh, shut my door here. All right. Here we go. Here we go. I haven't heard from Coop yet. Um, oh, speaking of the devil. Coop to loop. Oop. I muted uh, you accidentally. Here you go. Now you're back. Got the Coopster on. Coop, what's going on? How are we doing, guys? How would your move go? Well, you we're the in big, the new you space. The news. All right. Yeah. Nice. We're in the new space. Yeah. We're, plush uh, carpeting, plush carpeting, got pool tables, <laughs> ping pong tables, got a snack bar. How hardly. <laughs> it's very industrial. Do you have a water <laughs> do you have a water cooler? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do have a water cooler. Oh. No, yeah, it's uh you know, pretty it's a it's a box with an office. <laughs> so <laughs> it's nothing, nothing too crazy. All right. What was the uh, purpose of the move? Were you running out of space? Is that what it was? Well, we were renting, um, number one. Ah. Um, mm. And so we bought this one. Uh, it's two minutes from my house, which is nice. Um, and <laughs> we were kind of out of space-ish, but it was also uh, broken up into multiple areas. So we were, you know, it's about the same amount of space, but at least it's all contained into like one spot. Mm, gotcha. And it's gotcha. you know, so much more. We were we were downtown Marlboro, which you don't know Marlboro from you know anywhere, but it you know they did an industrial building downtown, so they were trying to squeeze us out. I mm. kept on getting cease and desist letters every six or seven weeks, and they miraculously kept finding their way to the shred. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow, quite the drama. Yeah, well. And they want to turn their downtown into like a really fancy downtown, but it's a shitty city. So they, yeah. uh, they, so during the pandemic, they uh, they changed all sorts of zoning laws. 
um, with no, like, you know, they took advantage of, like, a bunch of appeal stuff because you couldn't go into appeal anything or have a hearing in person. So, so we kind of got stuck holding the bag of zoning law changes and didn't do anything about it. Well, can't fight City Hall, as they say. Literally. All right. Well, um, what you got for us today there, Crack Daddy? Um, we're going to do something, I, I, maybe like a case study, I guess. Uh, it's going to be a short one. Um, basically, a vacation home on the Cape. Uh, kind of they had a water issue in the basement, but they kind of ignored it because it was a second home and the renters were never really in there. Um, you know, people who rented it, and then uh, you know, come to find out, they had all sorts of mold in the in the in the basement because of it, and caused issues with the rentals, and you know, people not renting it and getting bad mouth because of it, and, you know, blah blah blah. So, hmm. hmm. Okay. So maybe like, uh, you know, it was on the Cape Cape Cod, so Cape Cod rental, second home rental property. You know, they lost lost a lot of renters because you know somebody went online and badmouthed them about it being a you know bad air quality and unsafe to rent from there. That was a basement uh, basement water issue. Bed. Okay, uh, let me write up a few notes here. Um, you and Coop uh, engaging conversation. So I don't know if it's you, Joe, or if it's if it's uh, or it's Darren, but we're going to start moving all of our address stuff to this new address. I, and I don't know what you guys need from us. Yeah, anything yeah. Besides yeah, we have a, we have a yeah, we have a process on our side. Um, you know, obviously the Google My Business listing is the most important one. That's to be updated. Yep. You get to verify the new address. Um, <clears throat> so we'll initiate all that. Um, the website will be, is the website updated or no? Should be. I mean, we uh, got that what, earlier this week. Sarah sent it over. Actually, uh, yeah, I know. I, last I, I, Sarah, so, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, Sarah, I know that Sarah was. I was on the road, you know, moving the business, <laughs> and. Yep. Uh, Sarah was like, you got to do the podcast. I was like, I'm literally, you know, moving thousands of pounds of concrete. No. Um, yeah. And yeah. she said, do you want to, do you want to, do you want to update the uh, business address? I said, yeah, we should do that. Yep. So uh, we sent that out. Just got to follow up and find out where we're at on that. I didn't see, uh, typically okay. our guys will come back and say, hey, uh, Google required a change of address, uh, postcard verification. So, so follow up. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't know if there's order. anything that you need me to do on this side or just look at yeah, the mailbox. We, to, uh, <laughs> we will let you know if there is something for you to do on your side. Uh, and, and essentially, it would be that. It'd be a post postcard verification. Um, we'll check your Bing listing and uh, make sure that's correct as well. So I think sure. I sent something over, actually. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 
anyways, I'm back, bow, bowing back out. You guys can, can uh, re-discuss. So Joe, we decided that we're going to do a uh, a guy's road trip to the Packers-Patriots game this year. In Green Bay? In Green Bay. Ooh. Who's going? Yeah. Is crack man going or is it more like people you your age? Right. No. Yeah, right. No, it's my, <laughs> that's my age. Yeah, right. <laughs> that means you'd have to stay up past 830. There's no chance. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. But we're uh, yeah, we were looking at well. So my my one of my buddies is my, my my best friend has been a Packers fan since he was a toddler basically, and so uh, we we're like, hey, let's do the you know this is like one of I can't even remember the last time they went out to Green Bay and played. Um, so I was like, let's let's do this, and and so it was like four or five of us going, but uh, I was looking on you know we we're looking on for tickets, and tickets lowest tickets are like four hundred bucks right now. It's like oh, holy smokes. Yeah. Is this a is this a prime time game or like you know a Sunday night game or Monday night game or what is it? It's it's a Sunday afternoon. I think it's a four, but it could get flexed because yeah, it, it, depends, it, depends, it depends. It depends on what who's doing. When is uh when is um what part of the season is that game? Is it like in December or is it early in the year? No, it's it, it's October, which is early October, like October. Nice. Yeah, so that game won't get flexed then. If it's an afternoon game, it'll, it'll be an afternoon game. They don't start flexing until they start, having, start getting to the closer to playoff implications. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, well, that was nice about it is that it's also in early October, so it won't be like, you know, 14 degrees. <laughs> you know, it'd actually, nice. it actually be a nice fall day in the Midwest, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so uh, you know, I said, uh, you know, so. You know, there's four of us or five of us going. We're, you know, we're waiting to hear in the last one, and it's trying. We're trying to figure out, you know, you know, hotel. I mean, everything is. Uh, you look. You if you and I were to go get a hotel there in Green Bay today, it'd be forty-five dollars a night. That night, it's you know, it's four hundred dollars a night. It's like they, they definitely. Yeah. It's like their only time of year they make money is during uh, during football. Supply and demand, baby. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. The man goes so through the roof. Couple houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that ought to be an awesome experience because that's uh, hopefully the Patriots are decent this year and give them a good game. Yeah, I mean that's kind of all we can hope for, I guess. I mean, I've been to Lambeau before, which is not for a game, but I've been there. You know, when I was used to travel for it. I did. I had a game Green Bay of all places for a while, and then yeah, so it's a, it's a cool space, cool spot. Yeah, yeah I remember. I remember flying one. into Green Bay and then having. Iron Mountain, Michigan. So I had to drive four hours north of Green Bay to go to this hellhole in the UP of uh, Michigan. Jesus Christ! Uh, my my father was born outside of Detroit, so he got me to be a Lions fan. I was like five years old. What a curse that's been! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. You live, a tor- you live a tortured life. Unfortunately, this year I actually rooted for Matthew Stafford, and I became a Rams. I was going to say, were you, were, you, were you rooting for him or against him? Oh, it was big time. I'm a big Stafford guy, so I was very happy when he got traded, and uh, and I figured he had a chance to actually finally have a be on a decent winning team. You know what I mean? So it was good to yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. I like Matthew Stafford. I thought he was. I thought he just had a shitting for way too long. Yeah, it's just a tough organization. They don't know what they're doing. They might. They might have a clue now with this new this, this new crew. We'll see. 
We'll see what happens. Yeah. You sure yeah. figured out a way to uh, to kick the Dallas Cowboys' ass. Seems like he had their number every time you played them. All right. I'm ready to rock and roll here. All right. I'm ready when you are. <clears throat> All right. Okie dokie. And away we go. It's time once again for the Crack Man Podcast, hosted by A1 Foundation Crack Repair. I'm Darren Kincaid, and I'm here with the crack daddy himself, Adam Tracy. Adam has 15 years of experience in the construction industry, and as a civil engineer, is A1 Foundation's resident engineer on staff, solving a plethora of unit foundation problems every day. This podcast provides expert based on waterproofing, concrete repair, and preventative maintenance tips for homeowners and businesses. A1 Foundation's valuable insight will help avert the disaster of a flooded basement, health problems at a water infiltration, and protect your biggest investment, your home. The topic of today's podcast, the ramifications of not fixing basement water leaks in a Cape Cod vacation home. So, Adam, you have an interesting case study to go over today. It sounds like a warning tale for owners of vacation rental properties. What happened here? Yeah, so it's uh, it was a couple uh, uh, who had a house in uh, Yarmouth and Cape Cod, and the uh, it was a second home that they used mostly as a, as a rental space uh, for the summer months, and you know, occasionally for themselves. And it's a tale that's pretty common around here, where you have either lake homes or uh, stuff on the on Cape on the Cape. And this is a uh, a tale of uh, somebody who's kind of at their wit's end when it came to the foundation and their renters. So what had happened was the it was a second home, so they were rarely there, but they had known about a ongoing kind of water issue in the basement. Um, it was a concrete foundation. They had some uh, some areas where water would come in during rainstorms um you know fairly regularly but they kind of rolled the dice knowing that none of the areas where the water was coming in was an area that was accessible for any of the renters that would be there um so they kind of just ignored the issue and would uh, mitigate it by you know making sure that there was nothing stored in there and that you know eventually the water would kind of dissipate and uh, evaporate and not have any issues well, that was until uh, a renter was in there uh, in, this, in the property, and they had uh, somehow discovered mold in another area of the basement that was accessible for the renters. Um, they kind of had that musty basement smell, and they decided that it was uh, their job to investigate, and they discovered a lot of mold issues. Um, and because of that, the mold issues were pretty pervasive in the downstairs space as well as kind of in the floorboards and rafters of the uh, floor joists of the basement. Um, so they informed the owners of the property immediately and uh, left the space and asked for their deposit back. And they were accommodating, of course, uh, to, to, you know, sorry that it happened. But what had happened after that was they went through every sort of uh, online platform that would find a rental place like this and uh, wrote terrible reviews on this property, uh, saying that it was a health hazard to run away from this property, that there's no uh, way to rent from this place safely. Uh, and this couple who had owned the property and was renting it out uh, lost uh, two summers worth of revenue um, on, on the rental property because everyone had backed out 
um, and because of a known mold issue that was a potential health hazard. So they called us kind of, like I said, after with them to figure out what they could do in the space uh, to, to remedy the water issue. And what it really was, it was a couple of spots. It was a, a water line that was coming in uh, that had water leaking around it. And there were two cracks that had water leaking around it that were in an area where there was a downspout outside. So all of the rainwater that would come off the roof would basically flood the ground right in front of the cracks and then flood into the basement. So it wasn't just a trickle that was coming in. It was a pretty substantial amount of water every time it rained. And for you know less than $2,000, they were able to remedy the situation with a warranty. But unfortunately, because of how they actually discovered the issue or the renters discovered the issue, they lost thousands and thousands of dollars of rental income on the property um, and had to rebuild the reputation of or are working to rebuild the reputation of the rental property because now that that's out there, there are people that are skittish about actually the, having the issue resolved. So, you know, just a cautionary tale for people who, you know, may own a second home or use it as a rental space or just, you know, in a space that they're not in very often but come from time to time, these issues when they're left alone uh, and are unmitigated, uh, they can cause issues. Uh, beyond just having a little bit of a nuisance of water in the basement. So there could be some potential mold or health issues that uh, come from these types of things. Absolutely. Well, thanks, Adam, for explaining why vacation rental property owners need to fix basement water problems instead of ignoring them. Bad reviews could crush your rental property business. If you have a basement water problem and think you need a professional, or if you'd like more information on foundation crack repair and basement waterproofing topics, please visit a1foundationcrackrepair.com or call Adam at 866-929-3171. Or you can email Adam at info at a1foundationcrackrepair.com. Thanks for listening and keep that basement dry. Break. All right. Darren, I don't know if it was my side, but when you were doing your intro thing, you were cutting out a little bit, so it could have been on me. I just didn't know if that was... He was good. He was good. Okay. okay. So you wasn't cutting out on my side, so. Okay. All right. Hey, hey Adam. Uh, with your new uh, location, none of your phone numbers changed, right? You carried all those phone numbers with you, and yeah, every, yeah a, everything uh, is everything with us. Yeah, we got a call tracking number, but I just want to make sure that we're still connecting to the right number for you guys. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that that is uh, that's true. There's nothing uh, nothing that came from any of the move because just like the other move, we you know we just basically yeah, you know we're all virtual numbers anyways yeah perfect okay oh uh speaking of which, right. that that service remember that we were talking about that service with the uh the texting uh yeah. yes yeah, yeah, yeah they 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 claim that it operates no problem they just have to it's just you know two credits per text message instead of one credit per text message because it's a eight six six number hmm. okay so uh, I know that we talked about it. We'd have to test it out. Just, you know. We'd have to test it out. Um, yeah. Th- yeah. Yeah. We'd have to test it out, of course. Make sure it all works yeah, properly. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm hesitant to put a secondary yeah. texting number if, if, you know, too many numbers, too many choices. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No, you don't want to do that. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, push them to shove. Um, well, you have, I mean, you're, the reason why we have the 866 numbers because you cover so much territory, it, uh, you just want it to look like you're more of a national company. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it wouldn't make sense having you uh, switch over to a local number. So, all right. Well, well and too, then, we uh, have, you know, 10 area codes that cover this, this region. Yeah. So, it's, you know, which one do you pick? Exactly. 
Exactly. So, all right. Well, very good. We'll uh, uh, we'll get this uh, rolled out, and um, uh, we'll uh, follow up and make sure everything was switched over. And if we have any anything for y'all to do in terms of you know verification postcards and things like that, we'll let you know. All right. Sounds good, guys. All right, Adam. Have a nice right, weekend, buddy, and uh, good you luck too. with the move. The rest of it. That's... I appreciate. It. See you. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.